I love, love turning back the language of the oppressors against them. I, I, I kind of feel that way about the word crazy. As someone with a smorgasbord oh, of mental illnesses, no. No. I, don't, I don't think that's crazy. I think, I think the crazy people are the ones who choose to be bigoted and hateful. To me, that's the crazy thing. Not people who are just you like... You know what? What? Homophobia is gay. <laughs> <laughs> God, transphobia is so fucking girly. What are you, a girl? Man up and suck that girl's dick. Is fame truly the monster? It's Think Outside the Box set. The internet's only outrage machine. And I'm Maddie Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt. We listen to The Fame last week. Some of it. And then we talked about Some of, yes. four songs, and then we ran out of time because yes. there was so much to say about Lady Gaga. Uh, so what we're going to do in this album, or this episode, is we're going to talk about as much of the rest of that album as we want to, and then probably mostly talk about the EP, The Fame Monster. Yeah. Uh, so for context... Um, she released this EP sort of combined with the fame after the fame did really well. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. that the backstory? Um, and okay. together they were collectively known as the fame monster um, when they were re- released gotcha. together. Um, it's just like this weird sort of twisty turny, like release sort of thing. Um, and it, she eventually did release the EP just on its own. Um, so you could buy it separately. Um, and it had one of her big early hits on it. It has, well, it has Bad Romance and it has her duet with Beyonce. Yep. Telephone. Yeah. Ring, ring. Has it's some, Beyonce. Hi. Has some really, uh, really intense music videos, like nine minute long video music videos. Oh my God. Did I you watch those? No, I didn't. I watched I watched the telephone video on Gummies the other night, and it felt like it lasted for hours. <laughs> um, In a good and, way, uh, or uh, it was a little upsetting to me. I think I would just be like, "Oh, this is kind of quirky." <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of her. I don't know if there's like a through plot. Like it's a lot of her like murdering men. I'm here for that. Uh, that want to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of um, her kissing ladies. Yes, Queen. Um, love to see that. Um, There's this. The EP is a lot more gay, like openly. There, yeah. there is a song about um, sexual attraction to another woman, and there's a song about masturbation. Yep. And there's a song about being a bad girl. The gay, the gayest thing you can do. Yes. <laughs> so this EP spoke to me a lot more than the album did. Yeah. yeah. I mostly want to talk about the EP today. Let's yes, let, let's breeze through the rest of this better. album. Um, did we talk about her her Canadian anthem AA? Oh uh, no, that's where we left off. I don't have anything to say about that one. Do you? I don't have anything to say except I did have a joke about it, but I shot that lot okay. already. So, okay, great. Yeah, if the title says nothing else, I can say then I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah, this is a filler song. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful, dirty, rich. Uh, 
I here are the ones that I have things to say about. I have one sound sample for the fame. Um, maybe talking about boys, boys, boys. Uh, Paper Gangster. I like it rough. We should probably talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that stand out to me, and I'm down to talk about whichever ones you want to talk about in addition to that. But I definitely don't want to talk about all these songs. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm down to talk about those, I think. I don't think there's necessarily other ones that I feel super compelled to talk about. Um, all right, let's let's do the titular track. Yeah. Here we go. Runway models, Cadillacs and liquor bottles Give me something I wanna be Retro glamour, Hollywood gets we live for the fame I want to look into a little bit more uh the producers that Lady Gaga uses. Um, Cause yeah, I'm really curious, like who's behind some of the like musical parts here. And yeah, um, she said in her, uh, some of her interviews that she is really into like a Euro dance, dance music mm-hmm. and a lot of like that kind of sound. And I wonder if she's actually working with, European producers or just people who are doing their best to copy that sound. Mm -hmm. Looks like um, someone named red one is the producer for a lot of these. Um, Like from star from star Wars. (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's why he uh, has that nickname. Yeah. What a freaking nerd. He is a Moroccan singer, songwriter, record producer and record executive. Um, Currently, he holds the FIFA's creative entertainment executive position. Huh. Um, huh. He huh. produced a lot of these songs, um, include not the fame. That was produced by Kirzenbaum, Martin Kirzenbaum, who's also known by his synonym, Cherry Cherry Boom Boom. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. um. Here's definitely a moment in in the second verse here. I can see myself in the movies with my picture in city lights. Photograph my mind and whatever else you'd like to shoot, you decide. All we care about is pornographic girls on film and body plastic. Give me something I want to see. Television and hot blondes in odd positions. Uh, So on the surface, this is like a sort of conservative busybody. Uh (laughs) Like... Sort of being um, very directly ironic, you know, just like, oh, these famous, you know, people are just so shallow and so uh, disgusting. Uh, But like, I feel like there's another layer deeper where she's like performing that that is a performance and she's actually maybe kind of into pornographic girls on film and body plastic Mm because... I've watched enough of her videos at this point and listened to the things that she says with her Mm -hmm. mouth Um, and uh, hot blondes in odd positions. So. Um, Yeah, it's like, hmm, it's an interesting sort of posturing and it's an interesting thing to write a subject about before you're famous. Um, Right. It's kind of a cold shot. 
yeah, it, it is kind of a called shot. Um, I can, yeah, the, I can see myself in the movies with my picture in City Lights. And then she did that. Like, she um, was in uh, Star is Born, I, which I haven't seen. Right. Um, and Well, um, yeah. I have a, a music theory corner. Ooh, do tell. Uh, so there is a, a major flat three chord. Um, meaning like, I forget what key this song is in, but like, let's say it's in the key of C major. So a flat, a major, th- it's in the key of C major. Would be in- <laughs> is it? <laughs> okay. You, you said, you said, thank you. Yes. You said we should Very say Very obedient it. So of you. I appreciate I said, that. Yes. Let's, let's say it together. Three. On three. Two. One. It's in the key of C major. <laughs> in the, the key of C major. C major. Uh, there's an, then it would be an E flat major chord. This is mm-hmm. called a borrowed chord because you're borrowing it from the key of C minor. That's mm-hmm. a diatonic chord in the key of C minor. You're borrowing it from that key, moving it over into this key. Mm-hmm. Um, all that's pretty, uh, that's a standard thing to do. That's not that interesting. What is interesting is that she sings uh, a me in the vocals over. She sings this chord. a you. So it, she sings she a sings me, Cameron. A, a song of myself. <laughs> um, she so like if we're in the key of C major, it would be an E natural over mm, a, mm-hmm. an E flat major chord. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a sound sample of that. And I'll point it out. Yes. Yay. Here we go. Oh, man. I'm trying to do a natural, like, volume. (laughs) Doing the volume. Okay, here we go. Fuck. I fucked it up. Okay. No no special volume things. I need, like, a mixing board. I don't know why I don't have one at this point. Uh, Here it comes. This time for real. I can see Right there. With my picture One more time. Right there. I can. And the chord is going. Da da da. Can. Na na na. Mm-hmm. It's very dissonant, but mm-hmm. I think it works really well. Sometimes um, this happens because the producer isn't necessary. They're just like, I'm going to create a cool beat and they're not trying to like see how it would look on paper. And sometimes it sounds like a mistake. This sounds kind of cool. It sounds very intentionally dissonant to me. And I Mm -hmm. like it. Fun stuff. Fun Um, stuff. Yes. Um, I don't have, I think really anything else to say about this song. (laughs) Should we talk about boys, boys, boys? Let's talk about boys, boys, I don't know if I want to talk about boys, though. Uh, I like a boy crazy song. Yeah, love it. Uh, She said 
that she wanted to create her version of Motley Crue's song, Girls, 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 which I kind of wondered, considering the title is Boys, Boys, Boys. I was like, is she trying to? Uh And it turns out, yes. Um, And she, like, calls out very, like, flamboyant, extravagant rock and roll culture. Um, You taste just like glitter mixed with rock and roll. One of the, the few places that straight men are allowed to do things like wear glitter or have long hair. Like actually peacock. Yes, exactly. And not just wear like cargo shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And a Mountain Dew t-shirt. <laughs> we like boys in cars, buy us drinks in bars, boys, boys, boys with hairspray and denim and boys, boys, boys. We love them. We love them. <laughs> These are like Ava lyrics. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the the chorus is like so innocent. <laughs> hmm. Um so I have a sound sample here and this is one of those situations where there you know sometimes you hear the end of a rhyme and you're like oh they were just rhyming that with the other th- they just needed a rhyme mm-hmm. to rhyme with the other thing. But then it's like wh- which thing were they came first that they had to force a rhyme to because mm-hmm. <laughs> both of these things are uh, <laughs> strangely strange choices here we go love it when you call me legs in yeah. the morning, buy me eggs. Yeah, those are both very strange. I was going to point those out, too. <laughs> hey, legs! Hey, le- that's, that's... Hey, it, legs! It freaking sounds like catcalling. You with the like, gams. The um, I also think, like, in the morning, buy me eggs. Like... Yeah. I mean, I've heard of, like... have eggs already? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've heard of, like, making someone breakfast after, right. you know, sleeping over or something. But, um buy you eggs yeah. maybe she's like trying so to that say I like i can make breakfast at home yes by myself <laughs> give me a carton of eggs already i'll use these 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 legs to walk home and then i'll, I'll make myself eggs and you're not invited <laughs> maybe she's trying to talk about like you know you'll buy me breakfast or will i go out to brunch or something uh, yeah. but it's but she tries she ends up saying buy me eggs to try to make it rhyme and it's that's the weirdest or way of like, putting it. Almost sounds like a like a piratey like ar <laughs> in the morning buy me eggs. <laughs> the pirate's on his way to the market to sell the eggs. Yar buy me eggs. <laughs> I'm giving up my life of pirating. <laughs> I'm an egg salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I'm an egg egg monger. <laughs> The Should fruit we... of the chicken. The chicken <laughs> of the sea of the land, I calls it. <laughs> That's stupid. Edible rocks. <laughs> um, paper gangster? Gangsta? Yes. Gangsta, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, so I'm no paper gangster. Won't find a way my life to 
Uh, so there's actually a story behind this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was like signed with Def Jam, mm-hmm. which I believe is normally a uh, hip hop and also comedy label. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or something. Um, mm-hmm. and, but they like wanted her to use auto tune and she refused. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then the 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 contract dissolved, mm-hmm. or maybe they never signed. Or something like that. I don't know. Um, so apparently she's using autotune in this song, like, sarcastically. Hmm. Yeah. But it's like, that may be the background of the song, but the text of the song is like, I don't want to be with a man who is not real or is not, like, successful in these ways. Um, yeah. That's someone who doesn't have follow-through, someone who... Have, has the flavor but doesn't have follow through um, I don't yeah. do funny business <laughs> not interested in fakers yeah um. yeah so I, I I'm kind of assuming this is like the phrase paper tiger yeah that's sort of what I was thinking but gangster but also mm-hmm. maybe a double meaning of like paper gangsta as in like there is all like criminal levels of um uh, like shady business dealings mm. happening, like uh-huh. through paper, right? And the signing of paper. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I'm reading too far into it. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it, it opens with some true non sequitur lines. Midnight rush with a pen in my hand, ink and Lincoln Sanskrit with a fan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yes. Sanskrit with a fan. Is she comparing herself to Mr. Forrest Garn seven years ago in the strength of her oration and then saying that she's that that kind of writing is as if it were the ancient holy writings for fans of hers? Is that is that what's going on? It's yeah, this is I don't know. It's not 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 my favorite song. Yeah, um this is like and ex- it, that's an acceptable lyric, like in the context of a hip hop song, like in the context of a rap verse, mm-hmm. where you're saying a bunch of, uh, you know, clever things that are a bit of a stretch, but you're like pooling together ideas and you need to fill out the verse with a bunch of like kind of loose ideas. And it's sort of impressionistic. But in the, but in this kind of song, it's that, that imagery. And that amount of like density of meaning isn't followed through in the rest of it. It's pretty shallow after that. So it just feels really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like she didn't have enough follow through. (laughs) Almost like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wasn't super impressed with a lot of the fame. Um, I don't know if like... Part of that is looking back with jaded 2023 eyes. Maybe this sounded more sure. fresh when it was first released. I'm not really sure. Um, I guess there, it didn't seem like there was a ton of like Euro trash techno influence in pop music at the time. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not one who's ever really followed pop music all that closely. Let's listen to I Like It Rough and then let's move on to Monster. Yeah, that sounds good. One of my favorite um, EPs 
that's a concept about an energy drink. Okay, uh, I like it rough. <laughs> I kind of enjoy when um, an instrumental part is like following along with the vocal line and sort yeah. of like providing harmony for it. I Old think that's a, a neat like sonic device that doesn't get used terribly often. Um, yeah. I think it sounds fun and good. H heterophony. I'm trying Not to think to be of a joke. confused with heterophany. <laughs> <laughs> there, how's that for a joke? <laughs> That's much better than anything I was trying to think of. You're welcome. Here, no, 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 let me get that for you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> heterophony is is a, an underused term, in my opinion, to describe two voices, and I don't mean literal human voices, but just two musical voices, mm -hmm. Uh doing the same melody at the same time, but without the exact same performance, you know, like if there is like a human voice, the human voice is going to be doing, you know, its own ornamentation and rhythms in order to like make it make sense for the human voice, especially if there's lyrics. And then like the synth voice that's copying the melody isn't going to try to hit all of those same articulations of the like speech because it doesn't make sense to, that's not what that voice is doing, but it is the same melody. So mm -hmm. heterophony for all, heterophony. for all you heterophanies out there. <laughs> um, in the beginning of the song, uh, apparently it's, Someone says, initiating Cherry Cherry Boom Boom Lady Gaga. Um, that's the producer on this one, I guess. Um, I'm in the bedroom with tissues. S strong opening line to the... Well, that's the pre-chorus line. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, it, the, <laughs> some multiple meanings there. Yes, absolutely. Um, I know you're outside banging, then I won't let you in. Because it's a hard life with love in the world. And I'm a hard girl loving me's like chewing on pearls. That's great. That's um, that. very visceral. Yeah. Because pearls, pearls I, are nature's rocks. And you don't want to be chomping down on rocks. If there's one thing I've said throughout my life, <laughs> you don't want to be chomping on rocks. Uh, also, loving me likes... Loving me's like straightening curls. I think that's a f cool oh. metaphor too. Huh. Says that later on. I like uh, those are that the most there's interesting a lot ones. of, um, there's a lot of meaning there. Hmm. I, w I yeah. wonder if it's intended to uh -huh. be a, like a double entendre on like trying to straighten out someone who is bisexual. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, well, it's, that's what I have to say. I, it is interesting that the chorus is structured around, you've got me wondering why I, I like it rough. 
Right. Um, which I thought it was going to be like a song about um, how much she enjoys just getting wild in, in the bedroom, in the sack. Right. That she's dynamite in the sack that broad. Um, and <laughs> With her <laughs> legs, I call her. <laughs> legs. The leg, those oh, legs, they go earning. all the way to the floor. You're really earning tomorrow morning's eggs <laughs> that I'll buy for you to cook on your own. I'm going to buy you home. so many eggs tomorrow. Um, yeah, so it's... It, um, I, I almost wonder if it's like... You've got me wondering why I like it on hard mode. Like, i.e. trying to have a relationship with a like straight man under patriarchal terms and how much that fucking sucks. Like, I wonder if that's yeah, kind of like what this song's about. Um, but in the bridge, she does say, need a man who likes it rough, likes it rough, likes it rough. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much she means in her lyrics. <laughs> like, like, more than a lot of artists, I feel like I don't necessarily know if there's if we're going to find something mm. that she didn't intend to reveal, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of like calculation going into um, her whole deal. seems like. Yeah. All right. S- speaking of which, uh, I continue to just get so many um, down votes on the like uh, <laughs> annotation that i made on the official think outside the box set account for ben a son by nirvana mm, mm-hmm. um, where i've like nothing trans here nothing to see here and people are just like no you no <laughs> you know i don't like that um mm-hmm. and so if anyone wants to get a genius lyrics uh membership it's free yes and go upvote it get those transphobes out of here yes exactly um, up, up, dude, our pyongs. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the least you could do. <laughs> it's the least you can do for us. We don't ask you for anything ever. <laughs> um, do you well, want to talk about the, the fame monster? Yeah. Yes. Uh, bad romance. Here we go. This song fucking bangs. <laughs> um, really catchy. It's so good. And the producers are haven't changed terribly much. Red One is still all over most of these songs. But one thing that's interesting is now Gaga is credited as the second producer on every song. Hmm. And I'm wondering how much that changes things. Um because I pretty much instantly found this much more compelling than the the album The Fame. Um, I mean, just Bad Romance is such a fucking great song. Yeah. Uh, she fucking goes, I... rah, rah, ah, 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 Roma, Roma, ma, <laughs> gaga, ooh, la, la. She literally says those things in this song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she say, like, is she, 
I don't know why she's saying Roma, Romama. Maybe she likes Italy pasta. Yeah, maybe. Oh, or like romance, maybe. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, is, there, is this like a racially charged thing? Because she also like talks about like Euro trash, like uh, mm-hmm. um, stuff in here. Um, like wanting to like evoke that kind of like kind of club sound. Um, I like the lyric, you and me could write a bad romance. Yeah. Uh, part of me as a songwriter wants that to be developed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But also this is a dance song and it doesn't really matter. Um, it is because... developed a little bit more, though. Like, okay, speak on that. This is where to me. This is a similar song to "I Like It Rough," but a lot more successful. Um, verse one opens with, "I want your ugly. I want your disease. I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Um, I want your drama. The touch of your hand. I want your leather-studded kiss in the sand. I want your love." Um, and then in the pre-chorus, she says, "I want it bad. Your bad romance." Mm. And then in the chorus, I want your love and I want your revenge. Um, I want your love and all your lover's revenge. She's like, I want to have this like trashy relationship with you. <laughs> I want it to be like dirty and grimy and bad and like filthy and fun. <laughs> Whoa. Did you see this Vanity Fair uh, interview? No. She says, I'm drawn to bad romances, she told uh, Vanity Fair in 2010. This is exactly what you're saying. My relationships with straight men are always abusive, always uh, tumultuous, always emotional. I don't trust anybody. I have this weird thing that if I sleep with someone, they're going to take my creativity from me through my vagina. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So it's like yeah, she's aware that's of really intense. how rough it yeah. is and still wants it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, you're right. This is like a the I I like it rough song. Mm-hmm. But like more fleshed out, yeah. Yeah. Um and then she has an interlude where she says, Walk walk, fashion baby, work it, move that bitch crazy. <laughs> Just like total non sequitur, <laughs> but instructions sure. for the dance floor. Like that I like that. That that rules. Right. A, a dance imperative. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, she throws in some French. Also, je veux ton amour et je veux ta revanche. Um, sounds like, I mean, to me, to my ear, it sounds like pretty convincing pronunciation. Um, I don't want to be friends is another uh, idea she throws in there. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this song. I feel like it's super interesting. Um like being aware that it's bad and that if you're going to be with a straight guy, he's, it's going to be this like, I mean, emotional, tumultuous. Oh God, she literally says abusive. Ugh. Yep. Oof. Yeah. I guess that makes it a little less fun. <laughs> Cause it, like, yeah. if it were just like, <laughs> it's going to be this like fireworks of like drama and stuff, that would be one thing, but to just be like, yeah, this any any time I'm like involved in a straight relationship, it's like abusive. That's really rough. Yeah, this is a hetero pessimistic song. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. Let's listen to this out. No, go sorry, ahead. Go. I was I was just gonna say like I wonder. 
I wonder to what extent she's meaning to uh, be talking about um, what she might feel her role is in it. Like, she's not necessarily saying that all relationships that men have with women are abusive and tumultuous and emotional. She says, when I do it, that's what happens. And I'm wondering if this song is about, like, interrogating her desire of, like, is it just that I want that, like, shitty, bad romance, abusive, like, thing? Is that what I'm, like, going for? Right. There's the, um... I always want to be careful about, like, how I talk about this. Because I I never want this to sound like, you know, victim blaming. Right. Um, But it's... Because it's a lot more complicated than, than that. But, like, the... Uh... Amiya Cernovasan talks about uh, in The Right to Sex, um, Mm -hmm. her um, essay about incels, um, that basically no one has a right to sex or sexual attraction or desire from anyone else, from any Mm -hmm. one particular person. But we all have a responsibility to examine our desires. Um, Mm -hmm. and to allow for the possibility for our desires to grow and maybe grow in ways that are more societally healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, That rely less on things like fat phobia, for instance. A great fucking example. Um, Or Mm -hmm. racism. Or in this case... uh, (laughs) uh, In this case, uh, I mean, this kind of reminds me of I met this like random person at a uh, folk Alliance, this like folk music conference barf um, <laughs> in Kansas city. Oh my God. And uh, I, I just had like one conversation with her, right? We were staying in the same Verbo together and uh, she had a copy of the will to change by bell hooks. And uh-huh. I was like, Oh, I love that book. It's so important to me. And she's like, yeah, uh, this book uh, has uh I've read it before. I'm reading it again. It was really important to me because it helped me realize that I was like, it helped me realize and unpack that I was like attracted to men that were harmful to me Mm -hmm. and for me. Um, And it helped me realize why, and it helped me dispel some of my desire and redirect my desire in some healthier directions. Uh And I was like, wow, uh, that's so great. And also like, that's so complicated. Yes. <laughs> you know, like totally to, to, to name that, like there is some, that, that the things that are typically associated with male attractiveness are also associated, like they're, they're tied up with, uh, patriarch, patriarchal abuse. Mm hmm. Totally. Misogyny. Yeah. Um, and, um, and like women are conditioned to expect that and want it and sometimes police it even. Like they're deputized by the patriarchy. Um, and maybe that's, maybe that's like part of what this song is about is like Lady Gaga. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't want to engage in any kind of victim blaming or say that Lady Gaga is engaging yeah. in victim blaming necessarily, but um, to just sort of be like, hey, wait a minute, have I been programmed to like, go for abuse like look seek out abusers or like be drawn towards them um yeah. do i need to decolonize the desire centers of my mind yeah yeah yep 
Yep. Yeah, which isn't to, uh, which isn't necessarily to say that like the goal should be to eradicate inconvenient or harmful desires and there's always going to be especially in any sort of queer praxis there's always Mm -hmm. going to be room for like choosing Mm non-health um and they can't become a new puritanical right like standard Mm -hmm. um because that is bad news too uh but i feel like this song is about that process Mm -hmm. At some level, which I appreciate. God, I had no idea this song was so deep um, before we started really examining it. (laughs) Um, Do you want to talk about Alejandro or do you want to just skip it? I do because I watched the video and there was a lot of stuff going on in the video. All right. Okay, here we go. Alejandro. She says that it was inspired by ABBA, um, and ABBA literally has a song named Fernando, Fernando, which yeah. has a similar chorus of like calling out the person's name in that kind of way. Um, so I thought that was a funny little connection to, what is that, season three of our show? It's been a while. Yeah, probably. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I feel a little complicated about this song on the song's own terms. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, this is another song about kind of hetero-pessimism. It's mm-hmm. about this, like, the the speaker is this, is this woman who is, like, basically speaking to this, this line of suitors of interchangeable men. Uh, I don't necessarily appreciate, like, the, like, ethnic politics of just, like, yes. these interchangeable, like... Uh, Hispanic men. Yes, um, that feels I also weird do not really appreciate that, um, especially the way she like puts. She really puts a lot of spin on like Fernando. She like like Ro- Roberto. Like she, she rolling really R's like don't even need to be rolled. She's got some hard yeah. R's. Uh, so like some of the some of that is a little like ill advised, yeah. maybe or like questionable. Uh, verse two, though, she's not broken. She's just a baby. But Goo-goo her boyfriends, gaga. like her dad, all and all those flames that burned before him, now he's got a firefight, got to cool the bad. I'm going to start saying that about women. She's not broken. She's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's really funny to call someone a baby as an insult, I think. It's just like such a such a weird and like childish thing to do. God, don't be such a baby. What? Uh. Yeah, so she's get, she's getting into this gender this gender stuff here, like dads, boyfriends, mm-hmm. talk to- toxic cycles. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and you know, in this chorus, there's this sort of attempt to set a boundary, an attempt to break a cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I kind of appreciate that. 
Um, there's not that much going on in the song beyond that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, music video. Yes. Uh, nine minute, nine minute music video. A lot of a Bjork ish kind of imagery, like a lot of like mm-hmm. really like wacky costumes with like, kind of like steampunky like goggles and stuff a lot uh-huh. of costume changes uh the thing that really stood out to me is how gay it is um she is the only woman in this music video if i can rem- as far as i can remember and she has this like small army of like male very gay coded supermodels, mostly just like in underwear. And she's like tying them up in beds uh, and like simulating sex with them and like simulating, like pegging them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's a lot of the music video is just that. And, and it, and it feels gay, like mm-hmm. not like femdom stuff. Like they feel like very gay coded. Um I just thought it was, it was pretty interesting. There's also like a lot of like fascism stuff, like maybe like Spanish fascism <laughs> inspired stuff yeah. uh, somehow in there. I mean, I think and it's, I don't necessarily know what the connection is there. I think it's referencing cabaret for some reason. Um, like it opens with like the nightclub and there's like the performance on stage. Um, even some of these dance moves seem like they're kind of like sort yeah, of based it says on that here cabaret. at the genius. These references are rooted in imagery from 1972 Bob Fosse from Cabaret. Such a fucking amazing movie. I still haven't seen it. Gotta see it. I'd, I'd rewatch it. I'd watch it with you. I love it. Okay, let's do it. I was very impressed. Uh, so she says to Larry King uh, in 2010 that it's a celebration of my love and appreciation for the gay community, my admiration of their bravery and their love for one another, their courage in their relationships. It's something I have yet to... Uh, to nail on the head with a man. Um, so I, I, I think maybe there's something in here about her wanting to have romance and sexuality with men and, and failing and mm-hmm. seeing like gay romance and sexuality as being aspirational mm-hmm. and maybe out of her reach or something. That's not necessarily directly support like that part isn't supported in the text of the song but mm-hmm. i i kind of believe that that's yeah the video seems about. to be like pretty much a non sequitur to the song oh my god she's got that liza minnelli hair but it's white instead of black <laughs> she has some very impressive dancing in this music video oh yeah it's fucking great and it's a really well directed video it's really yeah. entertaining and interesting yeah this is so cabaret although Oh my god, she has machine gun tits. <laughs> she has a machine gun bra. Holy shit. Um, she, at one point, she like swallows a rosary in a nun costume. It's very <laughs> erotic. Um, it's just sexy gay fascist dancers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I really appreciate the, like, w- I mean, I know there's like the homoeroticism of some of like the, like, Hugo right. Boss, like, leather clothing type thing and i know that that is like a thing but also it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) well yeah because fascism isn't a throwback anymore yeah (laughs) yes um yeah this music video is very fun i like i like a lot of it pretty well 
um, I wonder if there's like I, Madonna references, like some of the religious imagery. What if that's on purpose? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, you want to talk about monster? Yeah. Do you have stuff that I don't know if I necessarily have a lot to say about it, but well, she has a quote in it. So maybe just play sound sample. I could read the quote because I think this is okay. another important quote that's going mm-hmm. along with this theme. I didn't uh-huh. know this was what this episode was going to be about, but here we go. Okay. Yeah. Monster. Oh, I didn't get a part. The post chorus where she says, he ate my heart. Out. <laughs> he says he says that, or she says that at, at one point. <laughs> he ate my heart out. Um, so she says, I did not lose my virginity until I was 17. That's perfectly normal time to lose your virginity. Mm-hmm. If you want to even count virginity. Uh Um, but I have to say, even then I wasn't ready and it was an absolutely terrible experience. It was not good at all. I never actually enjoyed sex until two years ago. It was a, this is her speaking, a proper monogamous relationship in which I felt free enough to trust and I had enough self-love. Ooh, it's really interesting to wonder what sense of the word proper is. It is. Being it, could, it could mean that she thought she was in monogamous relationships, but uh, like she's saying, she's it's getting a, cheated on. Yeah, like she could be saying this is this one was like actually monogamous. Yeah, um, or just like not being like led on mm-hmm. or led to believe that she was in. You know, I don't know. It yeah. could mean that that would be a generous reading, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like another song about like predatory dudes. And yep. the predation that they are enacting on, on women. Um, I think it's it's interesting that it's situated in such a gay context. I asked my girlfriend mm-hmm. if she'd seen you around before. She mumbled something while we got down on the floor. Yeah. We might have fucked. Not really sure. Don't <laughs> quite recall. Those are in quotes. Um, so that's that's fun to like. I think that adds a lot to the song. Um it's not just another song about like there's this bad news dude. Um, it's also like in the context of her being like the speaker being with girlfriend and um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's meant that they both like had sex with him at some point potentially, or if it's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I guess she's, the opening line is don't call me Gaga. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, speechless. Speechless, so 
I I confuse the song with another a different one later on. Um, oh, okay. This one is like I don't know if I have much to say about it. Uh, I mean, it's another it's song about Beatlesy, yeah, Queenish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a, a little intro here I could listen to. Mm. Yeah. That is so very, Beatles. Very pastiche. Yeah, it's an interesting, like, I don't know. I I guess, like I said last week with um, talking about the album The Fame, she, like, dips into more genres than I expected her to. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy that. So per- apparently this song is about her her dad, like, de- deciding to... Uh, not get a life-saving surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's definitely like more relationship with men, more gender stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it does seem like the song kind of reframes it as the speaker talking to a lover, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I I wonder if that's just like. The convention of um, like pop songs having to be about love, right. like there's not a ton of people out there uh, writing pop songs about their dads or to their dads. Um, right. Uh, John Mayer is the only like one who's ju- ever successfully pulled it off. The drops of Jupiter. That's about his mom, though. That's different. Yeah, yeah. That's acceptable to write about. Yes. I did you catch? I was referencing. Um, is, is the John Mayer song where he's like, fathers, be good to your daughters? Oh, yeah. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> <laughs> God. <sighs> oh, quick quick aside. Have you been listening to, like, the the Boy Genius album? Um, No. I don't know. I don't, I don't recognize uh, what that is. It's the uh, Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, like, super queer, queer group. They just played Coachella. They just released an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just talking to, uh, just talking to Becca about how like the gender of the people who are like singing, uh, who are, who are performing a song or writing a song just like changes the context like so much mm-hmm. because uh, there are, there are things in that album that are so much more concerning and toxic than anything John Mayer's ever said in (laughs) or outside of a song. Uh But like, we're all sort of celebrating it because it's like these like women (laughs) like doing it. (laughs) And and I am too. Like, I think it's great, you know, and I'm like, uh, not tired of it yet, but like, um, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, I think it's her song at the end. She has a song where she says, you're not special. You're evil. You made me feel like an equal, but I was better than you. And you should know that by now when you fell down the stairs, it looked like it hurt. And I wasn't sorry. I should have left you down there. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like the most like toxic, like hateful <laughs> like <laughs> lyrics. Um, yeah. I mean, Just like, Hmm. I mean, it it does change it like so much. It does because yeah. it, like it changes so much like the power dynamics, um, and I think it that's does. an important yeah. part of the context. Um, 
maybe he deserved it. <laughs> I well, yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be a man because she's like a, a chaotic bisexual. Mm. You know, it's it's okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know hmm. in the context of that song who the you is. Um, okay. Yeah. Um. I'll have to check anyway, that out. Anyway, uh, it just yeah. occurred to me because, like, I, I was just realizing how much benefit of the doubt and how much permission I was giving to the, <laughs> to these ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, and how, like, absolutely no bullshit I was accepting from John Mayer. And yeah. I and I accept the double standard uh, because, mm-hmm. because it does matter, but mm-hmm. also, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those songs are, like, really intense. <laughs> yeah. Um... Do you want to talk about Dance in the Dark? I don't know if I necessarily need to. No, let's talk about Telephone. Telephone. Uh, and then at least talk about Teeth. I think I want to talk about So Happy I Could Die also. So. Okay, good. Yeah, Telephone. I should have done my due diligence and gotten a, a sound sample of Beyonce. When I was listening to this, the, the EP um, to pre- prepare for this episode, I was like, damn, which, whatever singer they got for this song sounds so much like Beyonce. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had totally forgotten that they had done a song together. Um, so this is uh, a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga originally wrote it for Britney Spears for the Circus album. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it's so originally, funny. Like, no one guest... calls anyone anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and f- Britney Spears was originally intended to be the guest vocalist instead of Beyonce, actually. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah, the verse, verse one is, like, so... Now it feels like such a throwback. Hello, hello, baby. You called. I can't hear a thing. I have got no service in the club. You say, say, well, what did you say? Huh? You're breaking up on me. Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's a lot less of that going on these days, I think. Because we're not calling yeah. each other and there's, we're just always constantly blanketed by radio signals that give us all of the reception we could want. So in the music video, she's like receiving a call in a prison yard and huh. and that's when she's having that conversation and she's basically just like i want to go dance with all of these prison ladies in our underwear <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's it uh yeah and then so it's another nine minute video and i don't remember this was the one that i watched while i was high uh, i don't remember all the details but i think she that's gets surprising. like bailed out by someone and i think there might be like a like a like a bank robbery or something at some point. Um, she gets a ride from Beyonce. Maybe she gets bailed out by Beyonce. Maybe oh, that's what happens. Okay. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's really long. And then she murders someone. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, with poison. Love that. Yes, Queen, go off. <laughs> Literally slay. <laughs> Literally slay. Poison, the woman's weapon. Um, 
I like that Lady Gaga refers to champagne as bub. Out in the bub. club and I'm sipping that bub. <laughs> bub. It's very Wolverine of her. Yes, it is. Um, apparently it's supposed to be short for bubbles uh, or bubbly, meaning champagne. But it's so funny to say like, I'm sipping that bub. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. that's maybe my favorite part of the song. It's <laughs> pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's on a, It's kind of similar to um, single ladies in a way because it's like a, it's about um, I'm gonna go out and have a good time and I'm gonna ignore your calls. Um, you should have done better. Um, yeah, kind of. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, also of that Destiny's Child song, uh, similar, similar song. Uh, how's I'm blanking. It I'm blanking on their songs. God damn it! Ladies of your man at home. Oh Covers yes, full of ballers. We covered it on the show. We covered it. Yeah, it was in a palate cleanser episode because it was on some sort of Jumping. compilation. Is it called Jumping? Is that what it's called? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when we started getting into some of the some of the like sexual politics of like um like men don't deserve fidelity unless they like have a lot of money <laughs> like the yeah. fiance gets into That's which right. is like <laughs> speaking yes. of uh patriarchal femininity mm-hmm. uh yes the song is called um, jumpin jumpin um let's talk about move? so yeah. happy i could die yeah. yes so happy i could die Oh yeah, we should talk about this one. Oh yeah. Love that gay shit. It's about uh-huh. <laughs> women being attracted to women. Um. Although, wow, W-L-W. the genius. The g- it is, but the wow, the genius said this song is about genius the says fine it's about alcoholism. Alcoholism. What? I Yeah, I don't hmm, know. I don't know. Cause Okay. Let me just read verse it's one. It's been upvoted thirty times. <laughs> uh, I love that lavender blonde, the way she moves, the way she walks. I touch myself, can't get enough. And in the silence of the night, through all the tears and all the lies, I touch myself and it's alright. Calls to mind one of the V great pop songs of the last thirty years. No, it's older than that. The past 40 years. Um, the Divinals. Yes. I touch myself. When I think about you, I t- God, I, w- I want to... One of these days, I'm going to have like a, a long, a long, um, a long just oration on that song because it is so fucking good. <laughs> and um, the, the lyrics are so good. Uh, um, the first... First, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it right now. I'm going to read the the first verse. Yeah, of attach myself. Speech, speech, oh. speech. <laughs> I love that it's a song that is unapologetically about masturbation, which fucking rules. And um, I love the music of it. It has a pretty bonkers like song structure. Um, and I love the lyrics. I love myself. I want you to love me. When I'm feeling down, I want you above me. I search mm-hmm. myself. I want you to find me. I forget myself. I want you to remind me. It is so like 
It's so wow. hard to be super sexual and super sweet in that way. It's like so yeah. like sweet and earnest and also just like really horny and hot. Um, yeah. Good lyrics. Yes. <sighs> what a great song. Um, yes, but uh, back to So Happy I Could Die. Um, the chorus is happy in the club with a bottle of red wine. Stars in our eyes because we're having a good time. So happy I could die. Be your best friend, yeah. Love you forever. Up in the clouds will be higher than ever. So happy I could die and it's all right. I, oh, oh, and I got a, I got a, an extra sound sample because I, I liked this a lot. So here we go. I am as vain as I allow. I do my hair. I gloss my eyes. I touch myself all through the night. God, that is so good. I am as vain yeah. as I allow. I do my hair. I gloss my eyes. I touch myself all through the night. And when something falls out of place, I take my time. I put it back. I touch myself till I'm on track. It's like this, this healing power of self-love. Yeah. which does include masturbation. It's it's so great. And yeah. Like feeling sexy and like feeling good and like not like going for self-deprecation or being like, "Oh, I look so ugly today." Just being like, "Yeah, I I I like did my hair and I glossed up my eyes and I I fucking look great and I feel so good about it." Um and then I'm just like totally just like going to town on myself <laughs> cuz I'm so sexy. <laughs> I lo- it's such a such a great verse. I love it so much. And yeah, you're right. It 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 it's a combination of like horniness and tenderness mm-hmm. and thoughtfulness. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, the healing power of loving yourself in so many ways. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah I guess cool. I could see maybe some stuff in there that could be thought of as like being about alcohol. Maybe, but I think it's mostly yeah. about women loving women and masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's definitely allusions to alcohol, but there's there's not a, a yeah, there's not there's nothing here about addiction. Yeah. Maybe you could if you squint you could see so happy I could die. As like maybe a commentary on addiction potentially. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Um do you wanna move on to teeth? It's time to talk about bad girl meat. Here we go. Love that bad girl meat. Tell me something that'll save me. I need a man on my Tell me something that'll change me. I'm gonna love you with my hands tied. Show me your teeth. Tell me when. Show me your teeth. Open your mouth, boy. Show me your teeth. Show me what you got. Show me your teeth. Teeth, teeth, teeth. Got no salvation. Super interesting song. Um, I think my sound sample just barely cut off one of the the more important lines on the EP. So I'm gonna load up um, live. Spotify and just dial it back so we can hear that line. Here we go. Ah, 
Oh, I did it again. I did it the exact same spot. Okay, come back a little bit more. Here we go. Take a bite of my bad boy. Yes. Take a bite of my bad girl meat. Ooh, that's a spicy <laughs> lyric. <laughs> I love that. I love that for you, Gaga. Yeah. Good. Yes. Um, <laughs> bad girl meat, take a bite of me. Show me your teeth. Um, <sighs> yeah, this is one of those songs where, you know, we talk about like poetic bluffs and I feel like this is very poetic and not like very direct, uh-huh. but like, I feel like she makes good use as much as you can in a pop song, you know, like for like exploring the metaphor of, of teeth, you know, there's like Mm -hmm. uh, the violence of teeth and power, but also like you're a value. Like it's like looking at a horse, you know, (laughs) like it's like you're evaluating. Horse have teeth. You know, like, uh, Oh, do you mean gift gift horse horse in the mouth? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because that's yeah. like what, like one way to evaluate whether you want to buy a horse or not is to like look at gotcha. how good its teeth are. Uh-huh. Um, I maybe this is a stretch, but I feel like evaluating someone and like their uh, their usefulness to you is also mm-hmm. you know let me, let me see your teeth, <laughs> let me see them chompers, yeah, see them pearly whites. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because like. There's a lot of class and privilege in the condition of someone's teeth. Um, yep. Tells the story of, like, oftentimes how much poverty or privilege they had when yep. they were growing up. Um, take a bite of my bad girl. Me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about, like, sexiness, oral sex, um, sexual biting. But it's also about, like... Show me, show me like the truth of who you are. She she literally says, "Show me your teeth. The truth is sexy." Um, show me your teeth. Just tell me when. Show me your teeth. Open your mouth, boy. Show me your teeth. Show me what you got. Um, it's like this metaphor that's working as it's this form of connection and like sexuality between them. But it's also like, yeah, open up and like show me yeah. what's going on. Don't like wall me off or, mm. um, you know, I mean, y- you could even read it on as dumb and literal of a level as, as like, talk to me, you know, sure. tell me, yeah. you know, uh, verbalize your emotions and thoughts and stuff. Um, don't just be a, a repressed uh, dude, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she, she says in an interview with uh, MTV News, it is meant to mean two things. The first one kind of juvenile, sexual, provocative connotation is about oral sex. But also the monster in the song is fear of the truth. Show me your teeth means tell me the truth. And I think that for a long time in my life that I replaced sex with the truth. I think maybe she means the other way around. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the truth with sex, maybe the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'm into this song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's interesting talking about, 
talking about these songs because they're so... I feel like I have to have a different set of standards for them because they are pop songs mm-hmm. on purpose. Right. And they they can only say so much mm-hmm. and they can only be so explicit because they have to serve this function of being a four quadrant like pop song. Right. And yet, even within the context of these songs, they're so strange um, and there's so much to chew on. And... <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> um, yeah, normally I would be like, this isn't supported in the text of the song, you know, but like because she's trying to make pop records and also say things. Um, yeah, I just feel like I'm evaluating these songs a lot differently. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like if she, if she wanted to write confessional, you know, songs that were like really eloquent. Mm-hmm. She, she probably would, but that's not what she's here to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also interesting, like how personal she frames these songs and like the interviews and stuff about them. She's pretty much always relating it back to her personally. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm wondering like, is that another layer of artifice? Right. Is, is it that she takes these truths from her life and is very, um, consciously and intentionally like crafting this specific kind of art out of it. Um, I, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know if there's a way for us to answer that question, but, um, I think it's definitely an open question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is she playing Mm. someone who, um, replaces truth with sex? Or is that (laughs) something that she actually feels about herself? Yeah. Good song. I like this EP quite a bit. Yeah. Um, It's cool. Definitely liked it better than The Fame. Um, And next week, we're going to talk about Born This Way. Um, Wow, already? I think so. I think that's her next album. Um, yeah, we'll uh, get into um, immutable identity politics. <laughs> it's been basically been a, a regular on the show for years. I mean, yeah. I can't change, even if I try. <laughs> um, until that time, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, Drop us a line at email at boxset.website. Um, join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Um, you can support us also in a number of different ways. You can share the word about the show. Tell people about it. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe. You know, go to Apple Podcasts and jam those stars. Type those words. Um, if you want to support us even more directly, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Uh, kick us a few bucks a month and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including, and mostly, our weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly. This week, I talked about the, I believe, mini series from Netflix called Beef with Ali Wong and Steve Yun. And I talked about the new Shinkai movie, Suzume. Yes. It's pretty great. Uh, it's like a fun little culture club. You know what else is fun and culture? Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool. (laughs) And it is and is about the music. 
the divine music of the spheres as expressed yeah, through mostly absolutely. fiddles and banjos. It's really but also lofty other stuff. stuff. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Check it out. Um, and until next week, when we talk about Born This Way, I've been Maddie Hunt, and in the silence of the night, through all the tears and all the lies, I touch myself and it's all right. I've been Cameron Do It, and I'm sipping Bub. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mispronounced that camera. I think you're supposed to get like a very like Wolverine type gruff sort of growl and be like, I'm sipping, bub. I'm sipping, bub. <laughs> there you go. And that's what Wolverine says uh, when someone's trying to like bother him at a bar or something. <laughs> I'm sipping, bub. <laughs> <laughs> go away. <laughs> I'm sipping, bub. <laughs> uh.